Talk with Sean Torres, interviewing world-class business professionals in all fields, linking together the similarities and routines that make them successful. Topics on business, decision-making, health, fitness, and other boss-ass shit. It's time to get real. Here's Sean Torres. What's up, what's up, what's up? We got Marcus McMillan in the house. It's Sean Torres, the boss from Intellicom. You know, today we just wrapped up our uh, first Lunch and Learn of 2020, and uh, we were in here talking, having some conversations, and I thought, why not grab Marcus, sit him in the hot seat, and let's have some conversations about business. (laughs) Let's talk business, man. I like it. I like it, Marcus. So, you know, Marcus, you know, we just got together and started doing some business together here recently. Uh, we've known each other for probably a little over a year. Um, you know, and, and and Marcus is a serial entrepreneur, by the way. So just so everybody knows, Marcus is not just an IT director. He is a man of many trades and has uh, actually had some trademark products. And we're going to definitely give him some shout outs today on this. But, um, you know, really, Marcus, what I wanted to talk about first, man, is, is really what you thought about, you know, today's your first tour of the Intellicom Network Operations Center and uh, got to really see, you know, we've obviously met at your office several times. Just want to get some feedback, man, from you on what you think about what we have going on over here. Man, where do I start? Uh, let's, let's, let's start when I hit the door. When I hit the door, you know, I, I heard of fires that you guys were putting out for customers and in the process of listening to the conversation, I'm listening to your staff say, we, 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 we. And I'm not in France. I'm, I'm, I'm in Louisiana. <laughs> We're in South Louisiana here. And hearing them say we, it shows a lot because that shows that I didn't make a problem. I didn't make the issue. I didn't handle a business. We as a team, that carries a lot of weight with me. When you have people that say we, it shows that we are all going to be responsible for the actions that we take and the things that we do for our customers. So here at Intelecom, I can say as soon as I hit the door this morning, I felt the love. I felt the, just the generosity. I felt the, the, the companionship. I felt the loyalty to their customers. Uh, the event that you hosted today was just awesome. Not only was it good food. Uh, we had king cake. God, I, I could just, you know, it's <laughs> fat boy on heart, and right? on. Yes, <laughs> yes. We had we had true Louisiana cuisine. Um, but I can honestly say that not only did I was I fed, you know, physically with food. I was fed menta- mentally and educational wise. I was fed a lot. And um, coming from my trade and my background, I I consider myself to be very. Um, very educated in technology, but today, you know, you pick up on things that you can add to your to your resume, to your curriculum, to say, oh, I know about that now. Oh, I know how to utilize that now. So this event was just extraordinary, and I think the people that showed up, they really were in, in, impressed and they really enjoyed themselves here. Like I say, from the hospitality to just the education, man, it's good. Good. Hands we, down. We, no, hands we appreciate down. that, man. You know, you know. Here at Intellicom, we've always tried to work really hard on on making sure the culture is good. And I think that's so important in business, you know, and and even looking into, you know, what we're trying to do for the future and, and even working with clients like you. And we, we like to look at it from a from a business partnership perspective, you know, because you're right. You can learn so much from other people and your experiences and the things that I've been through and the things that you've been through. You know, so, you know, first and foremost, man, thank you for, for being here and talking during the event. You know, uh, but, you know, what's your thoughts on 
cybersecurity as a whole. So when you look at cybersecurity from the outside in, you know, obviously you've been through the detriment of a cyber attack and what happens, but what, what's your future full thought process on from a start to finish? And, and what are some things that you plan to do now after sitting in an event like this at Intelecom and going through some of the, the experiences and the knowledge? I mean, what are some things that you feel like you're going to try to work on to better improve what you got going on today? Well, at this point, Sean, um, as you mentioned earlier, my, my personal curriculum is based off of um, self-development. Um, I also, like he said, like Sean stated earlier, I'm IT director, yes, um, but I have my own endeavors also. So at this point, now that I see what small business owners have to deal with, it's, it's information and things that they don't know a lot about. So when companies like Intelecom call me and ask me to come and speak, I'm a, I'm, I'm a rise to the occasion for the simple reason that I see somebody trying to do the same endeavors that I'm trying to do and also reach the people that need it. Absolutely. Uh, you're, you're not focusing on corporate companies. You're not for, focusing on, you know, the big entities. If those fall in line, I, I know you're a take you know, them, you know, but, Right, right. You know. I mean, you know, I, I'm a hustler at heart, too. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, my main objective and always has been, and you know this just from dealing with me in, in a sales role, right? I just, I want to help people. And, and, and the true meaning behind it is that, you know, if you can really help people and bring value to what you're bringing to their organization, whether it be private or public sector, at the end of the day, you know, we're bringing value to our client. So therefore, hey, does money sometimes come along with value? Absolutely. You know, and again, we like to look at it from a strategic partnership because just in my dealings with you over the last year and a half, man, like you are such a hustler and like hearing your story about other endeavors that you've done, you know, like, let's talk about that. You know, you, so you impressed me so much when you talked to me about your, your USB card that you came up with that you got patented. You know, I thought that was like an incredible idea, you know, but again, like you've had some struggles to get it off the ground and get it going. So talk us through that. You know, I think a lot of people, it's valuable information to understand the struggle of what it takes. And it's still not a business yet today. Yet, if you think about it, we're out in the middle of the airport having a conversation about what we got going on for the phones. And it turns into you talking to me about what's going on in your world and you're still talking about it. So talk to us about like when it started and kind of evolve through that. And then I'd like to get into the, to the, to the new venture and go billboard and really kind of lean into that throughout your business practice. And you have an entrepreneurial mindset and I just want you to kind of talk through it. Gotcha. Well, it started out as a dream, to be honest with you. And it was something that I always wanted to do. I always wanted to say I developed something. I was able to contribute something. And, you know, as everybody thinks they have a passion about things that they do, they look at it from, a passion standpoint before they look at it for revenue. And I wanted something that I could actually say, hey, I left that behind. Hey, I established that. Something for my kids, something for, you know, the younger generation to show, hey, you can do this. You know, you don't have to lean on other people. You can get out there and do it. Hustler mentality. Absolutely. And by putting ideas on paper and after putting it on paper, bringing it to fruition and just making things happen, it was timely, it was costly, uh, stressful, but the end results after seeing it and holding it in my hand and being able to look at it, it was something that I could say, hey, I came up with this, hey, I developed this. It was, it was a reward to have people to say, hey, how did you come up with this? 
what brought this to mind? How well, I mean, I thought it was this? pretty fucking cool when I got to sit back and look at it and you showed it to me. I was like, damn, I would probably buy this shit and give it to my customers. Right. You know, so, I mean, that's the thing, man. I mean, and I think that's what's, you know, what's so crazy about the, the business world is that people come up with things every day and it just takes to get it in the right set of hands, right, with true value behind it to bring it to market, right? Exactly. So, so talk about that. So when you developed that product, so what was your first thought process to bring it to market? First thought process was that pick out an audience. Who's it for? You know, who do I want to say, hey, I did this for them to help, you know, bring things, uh, make things easier for who, you know, that, that was my first thing. Once I picked out an audience, which the audience consists of college students, consists of security areas such as uh, government agencies, military, things like that. It was something to be able to give them something that actually validated that person for security reasons, but yet at the same time, they can carry secure information along with them attached to security credentials. So by picking out an audience, that gave me what I needed to get started and that, that fuel of fire. Right, start marketing it, get it out in the right hands, you know? And it's funny you say, like, talking about revenue, because I remember, like, the early days of us starting in telecom. Obviously, I was young. I was 25 years old, and my ultimate objective was to make money, right? right. And I just wanted to make money. Mm-hmm. And I had I've been brought up as a salesperson as a little kid and just wanted to hustle it and get it out. And it's funny how things change because you start evolving and you start realizing that you're really not looking to help to, to make money off people. You're looking to help people and bring value and it changes and that mind shift just, it totally shifts on like, all right, I got this product. I want people to buy it. Right. right? And then you really start thinking about it. But like, that's not really the true meaning behind it because the product you developed was a product that you could use in so many different ways. So right. you, you brought up two scenarios of a product that you can actually sell to a business to market their, to market their company, or you can, you brought a product up to where use it from a government perspective, from a security aspect to take their, their badges, their ID badges and have information based on that company, that organization and save that information there. Right. Right. Information's very powerful today. Right. Yes. We all talked about our, our lunch and learn today was how do you protect your information? Right. Because information is is critical to any business operation. Right. And so many people don't protect it in the right manner. And that's why we wanted to have the event. And that's what was so important about having you speak to it, because you've been through an impact of losing information and being able to bring it back, you know. But, you know, so obviously the, the business didn't take off. Right. You didn't make millions of dollars off of it. Right. No, the business didn't take off. I've, I've sat in front of um, I've, I've sat in front of some pretty high end people. Um but it was actually more of an education for me also. I took it as far as I could take it, which comes with any business. Absolutely. Once I reached that level to as far as the, the, the distance that I could take it, now it's gaining education. So I got something more valuable out of it than the money. I got the education of the, the environment, the business. So now that I have that education, now I can take that and utilize it. How it's I a way for you it. to learn it. And, and you, now you got go billboard going and we just got that. You just got that off the ground and you got that going. And I want to talk about that in a second, but you said something so important that I think people don't realize is that it's okay to fail, right? You learn from you failure. Learn, you learn, man. I mean, how else do you try, you know? I think back to the early days of business and, you know, I opened my first business when I was 23 years old and we failed too. Right. And we, we failed in our second business and we lost over hundreds of thousands of dollars and tons of time on a smoothie shop that we thought we were going to make money and create the next smoothie king. But guess what? It didn't happen. And we lost money. But I learned a very valuable lesson in that. And it's how to make bad decisions in a business. And, well, and I, I'll share this with you, Sean. 
people don't invest in people who haven't failed. Absolutely. Because once you fail and you get back up, it's just like riding a bike. When you fall and you get back up and get on the bike, now we ride a marathon. Right. You got to get it again. Right. And it, it never ends, man. And it's crazy to see, like, it's funny to watch, you know, your fruition through that. And then again, you still haven't let it go. You're still talking about how many years ago is this when you started that? Yeah. Ooh, probably about close to eight to 10 years. That's, that's incredible. And, and you still, and you, and you still have it and you still have a prototype. You have inventory. You've even talked about that. You know, man, I, I got this stuff. I can move it, you know, and now you're rolling into the new venture, right? Which I think is an incredible idea, you know, go billboard, you know, and that just got off the ground. That officially launched February the 10th, which was my birthday. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Happy birthday. Thank you. So, Appreciate so, it. so tell us about Go Billboard and tell us about what gave you the idea to develop this company. And then what gave you the idea to really like start pushing it forward and thought you could actually turn it to a profitable business? Well, what happens uh, in the development of Go Billboard, I stick to the my specialty, which is technology. And coming up with the idea for Go Billboard, again, considering others that may not have that expertise or may not have the um, tools and equipment to actually do what they feel would benefit their businesses. My focus was on small businesses. Again, that's my audience. Um, once I started doing research on small businesses and seeing what was a need for small businesses in order to help them to grow and be able to compete with the big businesses like Walmart and you know things like that and you know to help them be able to actually make a living because at one time that's all we had. Now it's being trumped by big businesses that don't give you that customer service, like in telecom. You know, you come here, you hit the door, Absolutely. you got hospitality. Um, so by not having those things as everyday, um, something every day that you receive, you know, when you go to Walmart and places like that, I said, well, hey, what can we give small businesses to help them get more customer base to make, you know, be able to show their true colors to people and, and show them Southern hospitality? So um, I developed something that it, it'll give proximity to local businesses and local businesses sign on. They're able to push any type of advertisement, any type of events, um, any form of notification to any user of the app. And it pushes out in a 50 mile radius of that business. So now they don't have to compete with big cities like New Orleans, Baton Rouge. You know, it's, it's in their area. So it's keeping locals in a bowl and you're getting, you're getting those locals. When people come to visit that town, it gives you one thing to push to say, hey, you know, if you go to this, you can find everything in this area. And what that does for local businesses is, is, is very, it's probably one of the cheapest advertisements, you know, and somebody called me crazy on the prices that I actually charge for it, but here's the key. If I'm charging outrageous prices, I'm, I'm hurting the small businesses. Right, you're an infant stage of the business. I mean, right. it's, it's inevitable, right? Obviously, throughout the you know lifespan of Intelecom, we've obviously raised our prices because overhead comes into play. You start economy. looking at economy. Yes. You're looking at things. I, I think that's a smart move when you're in to load it. And I mean, I told you that in the beginning. I think that's a great move to to launch it as a low end advertising key for local business and really flood it in. Because again, you got to prove concept, right? So your ultimate objective, I'm sure, is to generate business for your customers. Right. Right. So, and you're doing it within, what's the mile radius that you're doing this right now? Right now I have a set at a 50 mile radius, which as the admin, I control that. So if we have to go to a, a shorter distance, we can, if we have to go to a, a bigger distance, we can. So is the ultimate goal to touch different markets and bounce in different markets once you prove concept in one market? 
No, I've actually opened it up to any type of market. Currently, we have realtors, we have mechanics, we have uh, veterinarians, we have restaurants. I mean, you name it, we have it. Mainly focusing on the community. I don't want to isolate anybody. I don't want to leave anybody out. You know, like it's, it. it's, yeah, it's one of those things that you leave one person out, you know, that might be the person that actually needs the help. You right. know, you leave one person out, that might be the person that can help take this thing to the next level. I'm bringing in it all in, you know, when I think about it, and don't laugh when I say this, but when I look at the whole thing, we from South Louisiana, man. This is my gumbo. I'm mixing everything together. <laughs> I like it. I like gumbo, too. So, But, you know, it, it's pretty incredible, Marcus, to know that, you know, learning over the last year and a half, you know, just having several conversations with you to watch your evolution, to see, like, all right, most typical IT directors are not going to be this entrepreneurial mindset, and you just have this entrepreneurial mindset. So when did that start? Ooh. Before I became IT director, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, but I've, I've, you know, long story short, you know, I had to grow up quick. And growing up quick, it, it, it made me have to work. And getting out there to work, it's, one job is just not going to cut it, you know. Weekends, I wash cars. Nights, I work stock at Winn-Dixie. You know, all of those different things. But at some point in your life, you get to a point where you're like, okay, I want to make a difference. You know, where can I make a difference? Now you've got other generations that look up to you. And if we don't step up and show them and give them something to look up to, who's to say what's going to happen to that next generation? And we see it every day. The news does not fail at letting us know. No. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, and some people may say I have my priorities mixed up, but my focus is getting something out there and putting it out there on a market, something that people can see and that I have my name tied to it and they can say, hey, he did his justice. He, he did something to give back. He did something that, you know, to help with, with communities, with help with young people. You know, one of my biggest things that I would like to get to one day is have something where I could actually, again, don't laugh, put McDonald's or Burger King on the back burner when it comes to jobs for high school kids. You know, smart. if I mean, you can put something out there where they can actually get a trade. When I was in school, yeah, wood shop. You know, you, you know, get in wood shopping, no, no. It's, it's, it's not there. You well, know? school's turning people into sheep and, and wanting to say, you need to go to college and you need to get a degree. And look, I have a degree and I don't think there's anything wrong with going to college and I'm not knocking going to school. But I think the reality is, you're right, man. Nobody gets involved in trade and understand. I mean, think about it. We just said the cybersecurity industry is 74% short on millions of jobs that are right. out there for people that just they can't fill them because they're just people don't exist in that world. You know, I think about us in the telecom space and it's hard because there's not many telephone guys anymore because the days of people going out of high school and learning a trade, you know, I, I got guys that work here that make well over six figures that don't have college degrees, right. you know, and, and they have a career, you know, retirement benefits are taking care of their families of their breadwinners. And we've been able to do that because of a trade that they know. And you I know, think that's so important. And, 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 it, and I'm sitting here and I'm hearing this and it's, it's, it's just so funny that, you know, the conversation that we embark on, how we fall in line with that, with that type of conversation. But, you know, I'm going to say that to say if, if you could offer a class in college, it should be Hustling 101. Right, like, like real to ass life. Like we're, yes. about, we're about to show you how to balance a checkbook, you know, <laughs> and write a check. You know, I, I had people working for me at, at Anytime Fitness at one time, and I had a guy call me one day, and he's like, man, I don't know how to write a check. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, man, you're 20 years old, you don't know how to write a check? 
You know, I know that's a, uh, uh, it doesn't exist anymore in a sense, but at the end of the day, like, think about it. They don't teach anybody that information, right? And you're right. People should understand how to hustle, right? And, you, and, I, and I'm a big believer. You either have it in you or you don't. It's just, you know, it's okay. Not everybody's going to be this go-getter, go-out, entrepreneurial mindset to push through it, you know? But again, I can relate back to being a child and being having an entrepreneurial mindset because I wanted to eat candy bars. You know, I was a fat-ass little kid that wanted to eat, and I didn't have any money. My parents were broke, so it was like, all right, I'll go out and make these little bracelets I learned how to make in Boy Scouts and go sell them at the pet shop for $1.50. And there I realized go. for every one that I sold, I could get a candy bar and a Dr. Pepper, and I was straight. There you go. You know, so it's funny, man. You know, and it, it look now that, you know, I, I sit back in some deals that we're in today and multi-million dollar deals and things like that, and it's, it's kind of the same concept as selling a bracelet at the pet shop. Yeah. You know, you got to know how to talk to people. You got to be able to relate. You got to want to help them, you know, and, and again, that's really what it boils down to. And, and most of most of the like just today with just the uh, the lunch and learn today, just the knowing you, I see that in the customers and the people that attended It's those people that want to be helped, but they also want to be respected for not being that person to know everything. Absolutely. So they're trusting that in the, in the hands of Intellicom, which is awesome because that shows, that goes back to the hospitality, that goes back to the work ethic, that goes back to your staff. You know, that goes back to the people that are here that you've put yourself around, they put themselves around you Absolutely. to build what you have here. So, I mean, hands down, hats off. I mean, I think, really. you, I thank you for that, man. I think, I think the key factor is, you know, think about it from a perspective of you surround yourself with individuals in your business mindset. It doesn't necessarily have to be employees or, uh, you know, other vendors that you deal with. You, you surround yourself with just good people in business. You know, I think about, you know, Stephen with Fout Marketing and we're always trying to help Stephen. And I think about the perspective on how he's helping us. You know, if it's for me, I'm constantly plugging him. You know, I'm constantly plugging you. You know, I, I'm out talking to people every day about Marcus and what Marcus can do. And, you know, seeing your ability, I will tell you, watching your ability today to present in front of a group of people, I think you're, you're in the wrong career path, my friend. I think you should be a sales guy. I don't know if I'm trying to sell you right now and get you to come work for me, but I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble if, you know, if somebody hears this. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, kudos to you, man. And I, I love watching and what you're doing and sitting in your office and watching you multitask and do 25 different things and to have a family. You know, you got a family. You're just turned 41. Just turned 41. Just turned 41. Starting your business off the ground, you know, on your 41st birthday. You know, I, I, I like to encourage everyone. It's never too late. You know, and I, and I hear people all the time, oh, I'm too old, I can't do that, or I got a family and I can't do this, and, you know, I'm too young, people won't respect me, and and it's funny because I've been on both ends of the spectrum, you know, early days of starting in telecom and going on meetings, and I'm this 25-year-old kid that's sitting down with C-level execs, and they're looking at me, and they're like, so, uh, you know, who's the owner, and I'm telling them, me. And they're looking at me like, what? I'm going to work with a 25-year-old, you know, and now and I'm 36. And still today, I still get it, you know. And it's funny because we have some older employees, and I'll go on a meeting with Doug, and they're looking at Doug like, you know, Doug's the boss just because he's older. And I'm okay with it, right? He could be the boss. You know, I'll step down. He could run the, run the day-to-day, you know. But, again, it's, it's funny, you know. So, you know, what's your words of encouragement to people that are middle-aged individuals that have an idea, that want to start a business, that are afraid to do it? Well, you can't be afraid, first off. And fear, fear, fear does not just, that shouldn't even be in your vocabulary. And the thing that you have to think about is that, you know, no idea is a dumb idea. You know, it's when, when I took my first venture, 
that I actually went the extra step to try in um, going through the patent process and all of those things, it was, fear wasn't there. It was more of not being fully educated on what, what was happening. So my, my, I guess you could say my education to myself was that, what do I have to do? Pick up a book, read, you know, you, anything, internet, find ways to educate myself in order to be able to fit in in that environment. You know, you paid the compliment of saying, you know, the way that I delivered today was awesome. Okay, well, that didn't just come overnight, but I had to put some things on the side. Right, so you, had, say, to work, hey, you had to work at that to get exactly. better at that. Right. So, you know, don't laugh. Stand in front of the mirror, you know. Absolutely. Say what you got to say. When you're in the car, hey, somebody might be looking at you. They don't know if you're on speakerphone or not. <laughs> right. Hey, it is what it is. Right. But at the end of the day, you have to have that self-confidence, and you have to promote yourself, and you have to be your biggest fan. If you're not your biggest fan, you're not going to make it. Nobody's your fan. You know, anybody could tell you anything. And, you know, guys, when I first met Sean, Sean came in and I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, man, well, he's saying everything's going to be secure. Well, I take his word for it because if you haven't seen Sean, he's a big fella. You know, <laughs> I had to stand up. I stand taller than him. So I had to feel, you know. But at that point, he came in and he delivered that he had the self-confidence in his people and in what he's doing to make me feel comfortable in knowing that we were going with a good service as far as hearing out everything that he had to offer for in telecom. So if I had to say anything to anybody, always remember you're your biggest fan and you're the only person that matters. You're the only person that matters. So build that self-confidence and whatever anybody tells you, you're going to get probably a thousand no's, but it only takes one yes. Absolutely. You know, and, and you're going you're gonna to have... The, the naysayers of the world that tell you don't do it. Like you said earlier, you know, you got people telling you, what, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. You're doing all these things, you know? So I think that's a key factor. You're right. You got to ignore the naysayers. You got to look past that. And you got to be the, the, the visionary to know of where you're going. And, you know, and, and speaking of that, you got to believe, you got to look at it. You got to look and understand that, that it can happen, that you can believe it, no matter if it's your, you know, your spouse telling you, you can't do it. Your, your father, your kids, every other person, out there, you know, there's going to be, you know, no shortcomings whatsoever. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. If business was easy, everybody would do it, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I would rather lay my head down on my pillow in the end, you know, at the end of, of life as it is right. And say that, all right, I gave it my all and I at least tried, you know, I'll tell you to, to elaborate on that. One of the things that I've, I've set aside and I mean, it takes sometimes my wife just looks at me and she'll, she'll throw it at me and just chunk it at me. And I'm like, oh, Man, I've been there before. Okay. I, got a, I got a real job. So <laughs> the, uh, one of the key things that I've always said in growing up, um, being involved in organizations in college and, and doing all of those different things. One of the key things that I said that when I grew up, I want to be a living legend. And my wife would tell me to this day, if she sees me getting frustrated or something like that, you know, shout out to my wife. Yes. If she sees me getting <laughs> frustrated, a good wife. That is a fact. <laughs> she sees me getting frustrated. She said, well, how does a legend get frustrated? You, you should have this under wrap, you know, Oh, absolutely. You don't let Shane things, tells me all the time. You know, I gotta, you know, cause I come home sometimes and I'm like beat up, you know, from the week. Cause I, I'll tell you, you know, the last 2019 and even 2020 growing the company, we, we've been getting our ass kicked. You know, I'm gonna tell you, it's tough. I feel like I've been getting kicked in the nuts, you know, think seven about days it. a week. When you were, when you were a kid, 
you wouldn't be the man you are if you didn't get ass whooping. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. You're right, man. You're right. So, so it pays. It does. It does. I mean, look, it, you got to get your ass kicked. You got to get up and you got to get off the ground. You know, just like you said earlier, riding that bike. You know, what do you do? You're gonna fall. You got to get up off that bike and you got to keep going. And at the end of the day, it's it's all about consistency and not giving up. And and that's what I love about you and your passion about what you do is that even though you've had you know your shortcomings with not getting your company to be this multi-million dollar organization, you have a career right now. You are you have a career right now and you're still trying to build your own destiny and your own success. So like, you know what, man, I, I got to say this, Marcus, you should tell everybody that listens to this that the reality is it doesn't even matter. If, it's OK if you have a job. Talk about your hours, man. You go to work. You work probably seven to four, seven to five, sometimes even longer in IT. It never turns off and you're still getting a company off the ground. You said it best earlier when you say to go here and watch this man multitask and do five, six, seven different things. When I leave work, I'm still officially at work. And, you have, and you have children, right? Two, two, two kids, kids. Right. And, it, and one is actively involved in sports. Right. So, so it's one of those things, you know, it, it, it takes the family to talk about my, my backpack. My backpack goes everywhere <laughs> I go, you know, and, you know, they, sometimes they say, hey, can you leave that thing at home? No, I really can't. You right, know, you're, not, you're not turning off. You can't, can't turn off. Now's not the time. You know, a lot, I've had people tell me in business, you know, Sean, you need to disconnect. You need to let it go. You need to disconnect sometimes and unwind. But it's like, okay, well, you know, the reality is if I'm not working my ass off and putting in the work and putting the time in, there's a reality. There's somebody coming up on my tail, right? And even, even though we've, we've made millions, we're still continuing to make millions. I'm not stopping because the reality is as soon as I stop and I get comfortable, there's another guy out there. There's another Sean Torres that's looking to build up a company to come take me out. I I understand that you know and i'm humble enough to know they could be taken away from me tomorrow and that's so, just that's just like with with cyber you know you got to stay smarter than the next man you got to stay educated and you got to continue to push and one thing that gets me is that you know very seldom you see me in a bad mood very seldom you see me not smiling because here's the thing i might not have left with the trophy but i didn't come in third place right. either you know and the thing about it is that when i walk away from something Somebody's going to remember my name. Absolutely. You, you make an impact. You know, I, I never forget being a kid and, you know, my dad teaching me how to fight. And I never forget my dad telling me, he said, you know what, son, you, you, there's going to be times that you go get your ass kicked. But the reality is they're going to know you were there. So it just takes that one time. And it's, it's true. You, you want to leave an impact, you know, and, and I, I like to always try to leave an impact everywhere I go and talking to people and, and thinking about the conversations that I have with people. And, and sometimes it may not be, I don't even realize I'm giving advice in business or in life in general, but you are right. Cause I'm giving it through my experiences and it's crazy. I've been through a lot in the last, you know, 20 years of my life and lived this crazy life that I could probably go and write a book about. And we could probably start a reality TV show around my office with some of the shit that goes down over here. But at the end of the day, like it's fun like you saw it we're trying right. to build a culture and trying to build just a fun atmosphere that look technology it, it, you know this it's stressful yes right stuff breaks every day i never forget when we first got into business i was like man i don't understand these companies they're always having dealing with problems now i realize this as it scales you know and 4300 customers later you, you got problems every day you know and we're dealing with problems it, if somebody's gonna have a problem it breaks right or somebody's that's gonna right. go break something we got to go fix it so that's right you know, and again, man, you know, today was fun. It was, it was super exciting to do that lunch and learn. You know, we, we haven't had one since probably 2018. So the question is, when's the next one? Uh, probably next month, man. You know, we filled up. Believe it or not, we had to decline people that couldn't come. That's awesome. I heard, I heard some of the salespeople on the phone today telling people, hey, look, you're not going to be able to come, but we're going to go ahead and schedule one for next week or next month to get some more people in. I mean, again, pe we, people want to learn. And it's crazy. Like, I really didn't think 
we were going to have th some of the individuals in the room that we had today, high level IT directors that to me are very intelligent people. They obviously want to see what we got to say for them to take time out of their day, especially two hours on, on a, in the middle of the week to come in and, and learn and get educated on things. And I truly feel like we labeled an impact on everybody in the room because I, I, I had about four or five individuals come up to me after and say, hey, I want to get with you on this, this and this. Right. So like we weren't trying to sell anything. Right. right. We're not trying to sell anything like right. we just we just wanted to give information to help people. And it's funny because like people start realizing that they do need help. Right. And and you don't want to, we don't want to take that sales pitch approach to come in. And I felt like the, you know, the 40 net guy kind of started going there a little bit, but he was able to recoup himself to get back and just give good information. Because I, to me, that's, what's key is, is giving the good information and helping people. And again, the business comes along with it, right? Right. It's that old saying, just do the right thing. Right. If you do the right thing, man, things, good things happen. I'm a big karma guy. And if you just It'll help people, and do, it does, man. Like, again, like, just like I told you, I wanted to do business with you. Like you, you didn't even have to really pitch me. Like you started talking to me about go billboard. I'm like, you know what, dude, I'll support you. Like I, I've been there before. Like somebody get, I never forget when I got started, I had to go to a guy, look him straight in the face and say, Hey man, give me a shot. Yep. And he just looked at me like, what? I'm like, give me a shot. You know, I was 25 years old trying to go sell a, a $60,000 deal that I didn't even have the money to fund. Like I didn't have 60,000 to pay for the equipment. Right. We just figured it out. Right. Right. I opened up Anytime Fitness. I had a thousand dollars in the bank account when we finished, opened it. We all looked at each other as three young college kids like, oh, damn, how are we going to pay these bills? Right. How are we going to pay next month's rent? Right. We didn't think about it. Like, you just got to go. You know, and that's what I love about you is you're just going. You got to go in. You can't be scared. You got to you got to believe. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. And, and shit's going to hit you in the face. You're going to well, deal with pitfalls with Go Billboard. Right. I tell you, I tell you, like right now, it's my my. My biggest crutch or should I say my biggest downfall is that lack of sleep because, <laughs> you know, first off, you got a full time job and I'm dedicated to it. You know, it's it's that's my number one priority. And when I leave there, now you have to look at, at, at the finances. You have to say, OK, well, my business needs this. I got to take care of this. My family needs this. So now you got to figure out ways to do things yourself. So guess what? I took it upon myself to develop Go Billboard. I didn't outsource it. I didn't take an idea and, and, and say, hey, And how many here, investors do, do you have in that business? One. Right. You. And, and that one, and that, well, actually, I've got, I got one outside okay. of that. Okay, oh, do you? Okay. And the, that, that one investor, he invested in me because he saw something in me, and he, he asked me, what do you need? I was like, uh, I don't know, because I didn't go that far, because I'd already said, no matter what, I'm going to do it myself. Right, so you, you, so you, didn't, you didn't type up a big business plan or a whole... A plan of action or anything. You know, it's funny you say that because I look back at my business and I see Steven over here shaking his head that I didn't, I didn't write a business plan. Now, I will tell you today, yes, we have some contingencies and operating agreements and things that we had to put in place but as the organization where, look where grew. you came from. But, look where, but, but again, like I think a lot of people, again, always get in the mindset of, oh, I need to write a business plan. You know, people ask me all the time, how many investors do you have? None. And what did I do? I went out and sold T-shirts on the street in the city of New Orleans, trying to make sure that I could help people and, and, and make money so I can survive. Right. Right. I, I went and cut grass. I went and did side hustle, in jobs just to be able to make money to be able to survive through that. And again, right. like, again, you're doing the same thing. You're, you're running your career. You're fully vested in your career. You're working 40 plus hours a week in your own company and you're still able to start a business. So, and that's why I wanted to start this podcast to just interview business professionals and really get their throughput on and show people that it's not going to be easy. It's going to be scary. It's going to be hard, but it can be done. 
and, and you just got to do it. One, one thing I would like to chime in on that also is most people look at starting a business. They say, oh, I don't have the money. Oh, I don't have oh, I've heard that a thousand this. times. I don't have that. Well, I'll tell you something. You got something more valuable than that if you dig deep. As long as you got the, the drive, you have the pride. Absolutely. And you have the vision and you're stuck with it and you stick with it and you, you want to push hard and push forward, it'll happen. Things will open up a way and it, it'll, it'll provide. Those people that say they don't have the money to do it, to me, that's an excuse, right? And I'm not a big excuse guy. I truly believe that that's, that's a better situation, believe it or not, because when you don't have money and you don't have the resources to be able to move forward, you don't really have any option but to innovate and to make it work. So like, that's how you get creative. That's so, how you, that's how you figure it out. Like you, you didn't have money to go pay these big programmers to build an app, right? You didn't. Right. Right. So what do you do? You figure it out. Like I, I, again, man, like I think back to the beginning days of Intellicom and building out our own cloud. Like today we have over a million dollars invested in our cloud, but at the time we didn't have that. We just started and tried to see what would happen to see where it would go. And like, again, I think people get wrapped up in like, I don't have money. Like th to me, I think the better days of like when I didn't have money, like it was, it was actually easier because you can't just throw money at it. Right. You got to figure that shit out. Right. And you got to work your ass off. And I, even to this day, I still operate in that manner. I operate like, oh shit, we ain't got no money. How are we going to do this? And again, like we started this company, it's been 11 years. We don't have any loans. Like, That's awesome. So think about that, man. That's like awesome. we're, we're debt free and the company's debt free. So you know what that allows me to do? I'm liquid. I'm able to, I'm able to make moves if I need to make moves, if I can go get the next big job. Now, Hey, what that's taken me to do is, Hey, do I want to pay myself more money? Absolutely. But I'm not taking it right now. I'm fully invested in, in telecom. And some of my goals this year are to pay my people more money. That's right. Cause again, they're right. You see the people. culture, right? They're, they're invested. You walk around this place, man. Every day I've had people tell me, man, I come to your office at like seven o'clock at night and there's still people there. Yeah. Because we care. Yeah. Like I don't have to go home at night and lose sleep that man are my customers going to get taken care of because these, these individuals, they're my family and I treat them like family and I want them to be here. Everybody. Hey, do they make mistakes and I get a little round up? Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm passionate about this shit yeah. and I truly care. It's your baby. And it's my baby. Right. But at the end of the day, like I do trust them and I do know the fact that they're going to do the right things by the customer. And again, it's, it's, it's awesome to that, to hear that from you that you walked in and you understood the culture and the value in it. Cause you, you can relate to that, right? You, right. You've been in businesses yes. where there's bad culture and it's pointing the finger at people and it's not we, and we're doing this together. And it's just like, even today with Tim up doing his presentation, right? I noticed he was struggling a little bit. Mm -hmm. So what I do, I got up and gave the man a hand and still let him do his thing and, and worked him through it. And even told me, you know, Sean, thank you so much for rescuing me there. And it's like, man, you don't have to thank me for that. We like, in this together. We in this together, man. We're like we, we all win together. Right. And, and we lose together. So, we're in, we're in this war called life as a group. You and, know? and one thing you got to think about also is that if it's in, in, in this whole thing, in this, in this business realm of things, you got to keep in mind that the majority of your businesses that fail, fail because of bad customer service. Absolutely. If you don't have good customer service, your customers are not going to want to spend money with you. They, they don't want to deal with you. They want somebody that when it comes to technology, you know, one thing that separates me from any other IT director, and I'll put this on, on, on this pod, I'll put it anywhere. But if you have a relationship with your users, you educate your users and you work with your users, you have a smoother environment. You have a, a, 
a stronger environment. Well, they're not they'll, hesitant they'll to call you. Exactly. Yeah, they'll you let don't you wanna, know what's yeah, going you on. Like we do that. that that's what I, I'll tell you, man. That's what I think got me going into IT and really pushing that direction is I got tired of going in as a phone vendor and, and, and having conversations with these IT people that were trying to undercut me or make me feel like I wasn't something that mattered or I didn't know what I was talking about or, or talking down to me. And it's like, man, you could just help me out and we're trying to make things work and be efficient. You know, and I think you're right, man. I, and I, you could tell that with you. Like your people respect you in your office and they like talking to you. They like dealing with you. You don't talk down to them. You got a great personality. You're, you're there to help them. And that's what it should be is it should be you're there to help them to make sure that they're getting what they need. That's that we're here to serve. Right. right. God put us here to serve. Yes, sir. Right. That's 100 percent. First and foremost, I tell everybody, you know, God bless me with being able to surround myself with people and serve people. So sometimes do I go home and wonder why I get asked a million questions. You know, I never forget I had a new employee start with me and I got in a car with me, looked at me and he goes, dude, I don't know how you do it. And I said, why? He goes, man, you walk down the hall and it's like, Sean, 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 Sean. And I'm like, yeah, but that's my job. And not only that, if they didn't say Sean, I would be worried. I worried, right? Like, like, hey, is everything you okay? okay? There? <laughs> like, I, honestly, like, if my phone don't ring in a day with a problem, I'm like, oh shit, is everything okay? Right. Is everybody alive? Is the right. building still there? You know, it's right. just, it's okay, man. I mean, and again, like, I think that's so awesome, you know, that that you, watching you and 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 here in the infancy stage of Go Billboard and just watching you operate at the city of Hammond and taking care of them and doing your due diligence. I mean, again, man, I'll give you the most props because I know what it takes to be able to start a business, and and I didn't do it with a full time job I took it on right all in you know but again I had to go do other things that weren't the exact thing that I wanted to do to make money to do it and that's what you're doing and you're doing what you got to do man that's and it. again you're 100% vested so you know again man I, I just want to say thank you for coming in today um, I knew we kind of threw this podcast on your last minute and Not I'm glad problem. we did it like that I'm, I'm, a, a, I'm a shoot off the hip guy and uh, dude first and foremost I just want to thank you you know thank you for being here thank you for supporting us and again man we appreciate your business we appreciate your partnership and, and I look forward to us working together a lot more man I really do Sounds like a plan, man. Like right. I say, we we've we we've jumped in it and we have a lot in common and I think we both have the same vision. And by having the same vision, things like that grow. And that's what people want to see. It turned out today in in the lunch. You know, that shows that people want to know and all I can say is this, world, watch out, and Telecom is bringing some we things coming, to We're you. bringing some noise. That is, that is a fact. Well, dude, before we end this, you know, uh, we're going to actually put this out, you know, on, on iTunes and Spotify. So why don't you go ahead and give us a way that uh, we can get in touch with you for Go Billboard. Uh, if you got an Instagram, Facebook, website. Actually, I haven't, I haven't launched Instagram or Facebook for it yet. But um, what we can do, we do have a um, – we do have – uh, email that email is www. Listen to me, www. That's the website, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to give the website. The website is www.gobillboard. It's spelled Louisiana traditional way of spelling go g e a u x b i l l b o a r d dot com. That's www.g e a u x b i l l b o a r d dot com. And you can also reach us by email, and uh, our email is Innovative Solutions, I-N-O-V, the number eight, I-V, Solutions, common spelling, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S, at gmail.com. All right, good deal. Y'all go check that out, guys. And Telecom is a customer of Go Billboard, so support Marcus and his venture. You should. 
we appreciate y'all listening today. We hope we left some some knowledge, drop some bombs on these people, and uh, we'll be back with more information, uh, more business entrepreneurs that can come in and drop some bomb-ass material to help you guys get better and create uh, things that don't exist today. And one thing I'd like to share with you guys also is, uh, and share with you also, Sean, it is live. It's live on um, the Apple Store and also the Google Store. So you can download it, and if there's no business that's near you, hey, reach out to us. When you go to the website, you'll see a one eight 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 number. Give us a call and let us know where you want us to visit, the people you want to visit. If you're a business owner and you want to be a part, give us a call. Give us the opportunity to sit down and talk with you and let us figure out how we can make this thing greater together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Y'all check that out again. Thank you for listening to Sean Torres Real Talk. We appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed it and we'll be back for more content soon. Real Talk with Sean Torres, interviewing world-class business professionals in all fields, linking together the similarities and routines that make them successful. Topics on business, decision-making, health, fitness, and other boss-ass shit. It's time.